To another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me, the gentleman himself, Elio Canella. Elio, hey, I listen. You know what? I listened to uh, W. Uh, I listened to Wrestling POV, and oh. uh, they talked a bit about the three best friends. I warned oh. you that puppet oh. turned on you in a second. I know. Did you see? Did you hear what he said? Oh, I can't believe it. What? Well, since, oh. since it is radio, I did not see what he said, but I heard. No, I said, did you hear what he said? Oh, what a setup. Ah, oh, goodness. Oh. What, did I, what did I tell you? If you muck around with puppets, you're going to get pulled down to their level. Oh, yes. This is, I should have listened. You did warn me. I did warn you. The only two best friends are me and you, Elio. You yes. watch out for the puppet, <laughs> and you watch out for Rick Serrano the third. That guy, uh, the third wheel. Okay. Right? I got my eye on him. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, we are back with yet another edition because wrestling has no off season. <laughs> another edition of Global. You ready to go around the world, my friend? I'm ready. Let's do this. First of all, though, you know what? I want to talk about the passing of a. Former WWF wrestler, uh, someone who is, uh, in my mind, you know, maybe not the biggest legend, but he does vividly hold a part in my mind. And I'm talking about King Kong mm-hmm. Bundy, who recently just passed away. Yes, yeah, so very sad. I, I remember when when my brothers and I were kids. They're not the, they weren't the biggest wrestling fans, but we used to like play around in the basement. And every time one of them used to pin the other, or they used to pin me. The third one would always count, stop the mat three times, and then we look at them and we take five. <laughs> yes, the gimmick <laughs> of old King Kong Bundy. <laughs> well, you know what I always remember about King Kong Bundy? And first of all, I want to say it's tragic. The guy was only 61 years old, and that's that's a bit young, but let's face it, he was a very large man. Yeah, but you and, know what? Uh, so it's actually, I read uh, on a. In one of these chats, like someone's like, 61 is old for a wrestler. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not old for a human being at all. Uh, it seems it? these days Rick it's Flair, old for wrestlers. Rick Flair is 70 years old. Come on. I think Rick Flair died 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, back to King Kong Bundy. You know yes. what? The, I love the five gimmick. You're right. For fans yep. who are wondering what we're talking about, King Kong Bundy used to do this thing where he'd force the referee to get two extra counts. <laughs> Up to five to show how dominant yep. he was. Um, I remember him from you know WrestleMania two, and I actually mm-hmm. remember him from WrestleMania one beating uh, for a long time. That was the fastest pin record against Nine was it SD Jones? SD Jones. Yes. Yeah, special delivery to the mat. Apparently, that was a special delivery to the mat. Um, yeah. King Kong Bundy was unique to me in the sense is wrestling is full of a lot of big fat guys. There's a lot of them. But King Kong Bundy legitimately looked like a big, large man who would hurt you. Yeah. He may be big and round, but he looked like he was in control all the time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, in this world where we see, you know, like some guys uh, like Barrington Hughes, who looks like he can't even see his toes oh, for the last Barrington month. Barrington Hughes, when I saw that guy. <sighs> like, when I see, seeing, him, <laughs> seeing him on commentary is one thing. Actually, seeing him in the ring is a whole, whole other thing. Uh, it fans, yeah. it's not a pretty sight. It's not a pretty sight. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, King Kong Bundy, though, one of the last great. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but you know, he wrestled a lot in the Texas area before coming up to the WWE. I remember mm-hmm. looking back at some old matches. There's actually matches of him with hair. Ah, uh, yeah, I've, see, I've, I've seen him with hair. He is such it's quite a, a bit big different. Difference. <laughs> such a difference. <laughs> 
Uh, I also really remember him being on Married with Children. And uh, for a lot of fans who don't yes. know, the Bundys were actually named after King Kong Bundy. So yeah. to have him and, on the uh, show was a really cool. He played the he played the cousin uh, of uh, Peggy's family, I believe. Well, no, it, it would have been it would have been Al. It would have been Al because Al was a Bundy. Oh no, yeah, that, yeah, sister, he played uh, yeah he played the cousin on uh, Al's side. Well, you know what? Uh, it's a it's a bit of a sad loss. I, yes, we haven't yep. seen him for quite a long time, but uh, the man does have a lot of memories in my mind, and I'm sure in a lot of other wrestling fans. So. We're sorry to hear about the passing of King Kong Bundy, and also uh, also one of my favorite movies, Moving. Oh yes, he was in Moving, had yeah. a bit of a part in there too. Yep. You know what, uh, fans? Uh, we here at uh, Wrestling POV Global and Wrestling POV send our condolences to uh, fan, friends yes. and family members of uh, King Kong Bundy, and re- recognize and realize uh, the contribution he put into wrestling today. Yes. Now let's take a look around the world. There's not a lot of news out there, but there's okay. some interesting news. Right. Let's start our rumblings off today with New Japan. Ooh, this one, man. now this one makes me laugh, Elio. The oh. news out of New Japan is, hey, all our wrestlers now have working visas, so they're not going to be turned away like they were at the New Beginnings. Now, if you look back, we recently New Beginnings kind of was available to the public a little bit more without the New Japan channel. If you watch it, it is a New Japan show with like, barely any new japan wrestlers on it and none of them that are on it are japanese and that wasn't one of the ones we were watching was it yeah the one i started watching and realized it was just out of order the funny thing now the funny story there elio is this was uh part of new japan so-called trying to conquer you know the u.s bringing in some shows Mm -hmm. unfortunately all the japanese wrestlers they tried to bring uh, into the country were turned away because of visa problems so okay. you had a whole New Japan show, three shows actually, with no Japanese wrestlers on it. It was quite, it was quite the sight to see. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, needless to say, they weren't the most exciting New Japan shows. Yep. We didn't really talk about them because they were pretty lame, to be honest. None of it really mm-hmm. mattered. But uh, sad to say, in this day and age, New Japan has to stand up and say, "Hey, we finally figured out all the visas. Next tour, all our guys will be there." Yep. Sad. Oh, okay. Sad. Wow. Uh, I want to talk over now to uh, Major League Wrestling, MLW. Okay. You, prob- you probably noticed uh, watching Intimidation Games, they have a new announcer, a very Jim famous Cornette. announcer. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. That, that guy pops up everywhere. Yeah, but you know what? He actually contributes well. I kind of enjoy what he does. I think he brings a little bit of spice and a little bit of fun to the like, to wrestling. I think everyone seems to like crap all over him, like oh, against Cornette against you know. But like I don't like I don't have a problem with it. No, me neither. I think it's a good move. Uh, no, the Tony Giovanni, they don't you know they can't get him very like almost every episode for a while because of their new night slot. Yep. they're talking to maybe in the spring or fall he'll come or summer he'll come back. So yeah, it's good to have somebody uh, on the mic there. Yep. Now. Uh, in other news, we're just bracing for Battle Riot. You know, Battle, Battle Riot. Yes, I, I saw the I saw when I was watching Intimidation Games, they had the commercial for it. So I saw like how it worked. So 40 uh, man Battle Royal, and you can win by pinfall or submission. We are are throwing the guy over the top. Throwing the, top the guy rope. over the top rope. Yes. Now that that's cool. You know, they promise they they uh they promise in their advertisements there will be legends. There'll be former WWE wrestlers, and there'll be what the f moments. Oh, please, no, Tommy Dreamer. Oh. I know, I, I know, I know. We're probably we're most likely going to get him. But, oh, uh. yeah, I know what you mean, man. Painful, <laughs> painful, painful. Ugh. Okay, now that I got that taste out of my mouth. Besides, we were where we were subjected again this week, and we'll talk about it when we get to Impact. Tommy Dreamer showing up yet again. It never, it never ends. He's got to be some kind of vampire, or he holds <laughs> he holds like some kind of pictures on people that they just don't want out there. Because how this guy keeps getting jobs when he is such a boring. And you know what? I've always been said that I don't swear enough, and I'm still not going to swear much. But how does Tommy Dreamer and his fat ass, out of shape body still manage to be on television? I don't know. I, I don't really know. have no idea. Yeah, it. it let's just move on. Uh, Impact. Impact yes. has a signing this week. Moose has re-signed. Oh, okay. Now if they can just get Squirrel, Natasha, and uh, Boris, we'll have the... Oh, wait, wrong Moose. Sorry. <laughs> Thought it was Bullwinkle. No, <laughs> apparently it's the former uh, football player Moose who's been wrestling for Impact, which is too bad because I really wanted to see Bullwinkle do his 
Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> Not a bad impression. Not bad, eh? Oh, that trick never works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Wow. I don't know what they're putting in the POV bottles of water they're sending us, but I think the president is getting us loopy. I don't know what's going on there. Now, have you ever heard, uh, Elio, of uh, the Super 8 tournament? It's held Super, yearly. Um, now, ECWA. Sure. Uh, okay, ECWA. Uh, a kind of, oh, it's, it's, I've heard of the company. I uh, never heard of Super 8. Okay, well, the Super 8, if you're a longtime wrestling fan, you find out that the Super 8 is sort of a tournament that develops the next big indie breakout stars. And if you go back further okay. enough, you're going to find some really big name guys who competed years back. It hasn't been of much note for the last couple of years. So this year, the Super 8's coming out on April 20th in Philadelphia. There is. Now, I'm going to read the names of the eight contestants because it's only eight guys who face each other in a round robin to determine the winner. I'm going to read okay. the eight names, and you're going to tell me what is the weird gimmick for this, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, so here are the names of the people that are entered into it. Brian Pillman Jr., Colby Carino, mm. Ross Von Eric, mm. Marshall Von Eric, Timothy Zabisco, Lance Anowai, Wes Briscoe, and Leland Race. What is the weird thing that all these guys oh, have in common? Third, third, third generation superstars. Yes, the they are all third, sons. Second generation superstars. Yeah, they're all sons <laughs> of very famous wrestlers. So I don't know if this yeah. kitsch is going to work, if it's going to be worth the whole idea, but it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, well, now, hold on. We see Brian Tillman Jr. almost on a, on a weekly basis. I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't think he's going to go far. Colby Carino, I remember him back in the ROH days a couple of years ago. Have not seen the Von Eric kids mm -hmm. or Zabisco. We have seen Lance. I can never say those names right. And Lance in Hawaii. Okay. Wes Briscoe, however, used to compete on Impact for years back in the day. Yep. And Leland Race. Well, come on. Harley Race is his dad. Sorry? Part of Aces and Eights. Oh. You know, we, won't, we won't go there. If we had, if those guys were on now, they would be totally in the book. Aces and Eights suck. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh. <laughs> What was that horrible? I do like the theme song, though. Did you? That's sad. Don't talk to me anymore, Elio. You're, you're done. No, anyways. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so yeah, the Super Eight tournament gonna be interesting. Um, this week, no big injuries to report of, so that's kind of nice. And uh, I don't know. Did you have you ever heard any rumors floating around out there? Oh, I did hear one um, after last night's uh, Shield reunion on Raw. Apparently, uh, reports are going around that Dean Ambrose might not be leaving after all. Ooh, ooh, that's not good because I mocked a lot of people who said he wasn't going to go to I know. AEW. WWE, <laughs> I think WWE is trying to make us look bad. Yeah, Hunter, you're making us look bad. We've tried to stay off your you turf. Know? We don't go to your. We don't go where you work and knock dicks out of your mouth. So don't come into our yard and make us look bad. Okay. Anyhow, yeah, we don't come to we don't come to your place of work. <laughs> you tell him, Elio. I'm, I'm, you tell him, brother. All right. Well, fans, that is all the uh, rumors and rumblings and whatnot going around. Let's take a look at our regular broad uh, broadcast shows. Wow, that that caught in my mouth. I'm just still laughing at Hunter. Um, <laughs> This week, we're going to start with our ROH Roundup, looking at ROH TV this okay. week. Three good matches. Um, let's start mm -hmm. off with the uh, TV champion, Jeff Cobb, defeating Silas Young. Okay, I did, I did watch that. Yep. Okay, tell me, what, what was your impressions of this match? This was a good match. I swear, every time I see Jeff Cobb, every, every time he throws some someone around that ring... It's like I'm just amazed, like with the like how how easily he just throws them around with these su those suplexes. Yeah, and did you notice at the beginning of the match, uh, he did some serious hardcore mat wrestling with Silas and really threw him off his game. Yep. Um, I want to say something. I do though. like Silas's uh, nickname. The last uh, real man. I do like Silas Silas Young's. Yeah, the last real man. Does that mean the rest of us are fake? Uh, I think what he he you know I've interviewed Silas Young. I asked about the the. Uh, last real man thing and he said yeah you know oh, it okay. seems it seems in this world he says everyone is so puffy and cared about their hair and the what the way they dress and oh, he said yeah he's a man who goes it. out there yeah. and kicks ass and doesn't care what anyone says so he feels he's the last <laughs> real man in wrestling yeah now, i like his nickname it's cool i have seen silas young a couple times i've seen jeff cobb a couple times mm -hmm. um 
I really like this match. You're right. Cobb was hucking people around. Yep. He he just looks so powerful. Like, that's why, like, I, I just like this guy. I'm a big fan of Chef Cobb. And, and you know, he's still undefeated. Look. He's still undefeated in ROH. Still. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Silas Young. Um, I think he doesn't get enough credit for what he does. I think Silas Young is super talented. Uh, his character work is great. Um, I'm kind of wondering what's next for Silas, though. I mean, he's distanced himself from those two tubbies he was hanging out with, uh, the Beer City Bruiser. The Beer City and, Bruiser. And who was that other fat dude? Um, fat I can never remember pants. the other guy's name. O'Brien Malonius? Malionis? I don't know. Something. I can never remember that name. Who knew they could make pleather pants that big, right? <laughs> um, he's distanced himself from those guys. He's kind of on okay. his own island. Yep. And I kind of liked how in the beginning of this match, he demanded Cobb shake his hand and show yep. respect, even yep. though he's clearly the bad guy. Mm. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Uh, all in all, though, you know what? Um, good match. I didn't think that Cobb was in any trouble in this match, to be honest. I think that he pretty much had Young's number. And uh, which is kind of a letdown because ROH had spent weeks developing this uh, number one contender, and then Cobb just sort of took him apart. Right. You know? So let's see where that goes. Uh, second match, okay. our friend Rush. Unless you're Americans, we call him Rush. But if you're American, uh, you call him. If you're Mexican, you call him Rush. Apparently, uh, <laughs> de- defeating Vinny Marcellia. It's really hard to look at Vinny Marcellia and take him seriously the way this guy looks. He's kind yeah, of like a big Vin- demented Vinny clown. Marcella. Yeah. He's got a looking like he's like all covered in tattoos and stuff. He just, he just has a very, very weird look to him. He's got, yeah, his hair, everything about him is really strange. And if, uh, so, uh, you, if you, have you ever spoken with him? No, I have not met Vinny Marcel. Okay, because this guy is like super into horror movies and stuff. So that's, uh, it's, that's where he got that to look from. It shows. It definitely shows. Um, yeah. He's very unique looking, and it always surprises me because he is a much better wrestler than he looks. You know, mm-hmm. you see him and you think, this guy can't be that good. Then he actually surprises you and does some stuff. So, yeah, you know, uh, it was a good match, but let's face it. They're going to be pushing Roosh to the moon here. Uh, he signed a big yep. contract with ROH. They got big plans for him. Vinny Marcellia, you're the first one down. I wouldn't be surprised if we see TK Ryan next and then Matt Taven uh, – down the road and then move on to something else mm-hmm. now um next part coming up here uh an interesting match matt taven uh, what do you think of this gimmick he will openly defend his fake title which he says is the real challenge <laughs> title that he'll defend it against everyone out there an open challenge to anyone dot 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 except jay lethal <laughs> yeah he's gonna yeah apparently he's gonna he's issuing an open challenge to anyone that's not jay lethal it's hilarious because that, that means, okay, you're going to fight okay. everyone but the legitimate champion. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, no, I, I, do, I do like these opening challenges because they do make some for some very interesting matches, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, for this one, Jonathan Gresham comes out. Gresham gives okay. a, a pretty good match, gives an okay performance before, you know, uh, the rest of the kingdom get involved in this. Try and lay yeah. him out. Jay Lethal comes running out for the save. He gets beaten down. Just as they're going to put him through a table, out comes Lifeblood. Juice Robinson and his gang. Now, I was wondering what was going to happen here, especially after last week's confrontation between Lethal and Lifeblood. They pick up Taven's fake belt, hand it to Lethal, and then they proceed to destroy it, saying it's... So I, I'm kind of I, I'm glad this happened, because for one thing, I'm sick of Matt Taven having a fake purple belt, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, me and you, purple, uh, purple belt. Hmm. Now I don't even care that it's purple, but the fact that he can just yeah. claim that he's the champion because if something would have happened, yeah. I mean that's like you, Elio, saying, you know what, you should be the uncrowned champion because had you dropped out of school, went to wrestling school for five years, you would be the champion today. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna call BS on that. Okay, like on anybody, I don't mean you, Elio. <laughs> All right, I'm sure you could take on Barrington <laughs> Hughes and Ace Romero and. I don't, anyways, um, and win, and win. Um, this whole match wasn't much of a match; more of a big uh, setup for stuff. Uh, interesting though, and for this week, I'm going to give the ROH. Uh, I'm going to give it a B, a solid B this week. I think. I think if the yeah, match, I'm going to give it a B because I because no, go on. no, no, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a B as well because I really did like, I really did enjoy the uh, opening match, the Silas Young Jeff Cobb match. 
You know, it could have got more than a B, but let's face it, the main event was more of a gimmick that really didn't resolve anything. Well, it did get rid of the belt, which is a highlight. Yeah. Um, I know Matt Taven, and it's hard. I know you. I know you've never been much of a Matt Taven fan. I kind of like him, but the whole belt thing, I don't like. I think that drags him down. So I hope right. this this elevates him a little bit more. So, like I said, we'll give it a right. solid B. We both agree on that this week. Moving on, WWE. Oh, sorry. Go question, ahead. Though. Yes. Um. So this is a. I believe the third week we've seen Lifeblood. Um, yeah. So what do you what do you think so far? I still have not seen enough of Lifeblood, and I'm not sure. I mean, Juice Robinson, Dave, you know, Finn Juice, Dave Finley. Dave Finley I enjoy, yeah. but he's I don't see him as a main event guy yet. I don't see Juice Robinson as a main event guy. Tracy like Williams, when, none of these well, guys. When, 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 you know, when? When they first made their appearance, it was pretty cool, like the way it was yeah. done. But I don't know. Two, we need to see more. Later, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think – I think the only person with the biggest upside in that whole group has to be Bandito, in my sense. But maybe Tracy Williams. But I still have not seen enough out of Tracy Williams to to really give him the nod. Uh, as for the rest yeah. of the guys, yeah, whatever. I guess they need this. They're kind of boring. So hopefully, Lifeblood gives them uh, gives them the rub they need. All right, now I'm going to switch over the show to my good friend Elio. Gentlemen, take me away on WWE NXT UK. We're off to England. Let, what would he All see? All right. NXT UK, uh, the opening match. Now, I have something to say about this opening match. I spoke to Tyler Bate prior to this match. I told him to use the power of the mustache to win. The power That's fails. exactly what he did to take out. That's what he did. Exactly what he did to take out Jack Gallagher, who makes his NXT debut this week. And I have <laughs> something to say. How dare Jack Gallagher call himself the gentleman? There's only one gentleman, and that's Elio Canella. Oh, I'm so glad that nickname has not gone to your head whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> so the power of the mustache here, Jack Gallagher also has a mustache. I mean... Well, this is true. <laughs> so how, how is the power supposed to determine who actually wins that? <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to rethink that, but I don't know. Well, hey, he's, he's not part one half of a group that calls himself Mustache Mountain, which Ugh. is still a stupid name. The stupidest name I've heard. But anyway, it was a, it's a Tyler Bate picking up the win with a roll-up in this one. This wasn't a bad match. I, the referee, I'm surprised the referee didn't get dizzy. Yeah. But they did, they're going around the ring, counting all those near falls. Uh, I really do enjoy Tyler Bates. Uh, he's kind of, yeah. you know, he's kind of, I wish he was bigger. I think he would do so much bigger if he was like three or four inches taller. He would be such a, you know... Like, if he could just be at least 6'1", man, that guy would be now, dominant. You, you, you were saying, like, down the road, uh, you can see them splitting that team up. Yes. But you know what? Uh, unlike, unlike other teams, I think that one could... I could see that being, like, a mutual split-up, saying, like, we we both have individual goals we want to go after, and so for now we can split up, and then eventually, maybe down the line, we can maybe team up again. Someday that sounds like a poll that we should do. Because I think that eventually Tyler Bates is going to turn on Trent Seven because he's holding him back. So we've got two great, great scenarios. Fans, what do you think? Write in. Tell us what you think is the oh, more wow. plausible thing. Uh, let's go on. I think I, just, uh, I think I just threw out a poll uh, without even uh, trying. Yeah, but that's like one of those long-term pulls that we're never really going to know until yeah. way down the road. So yeah. when it starts to happen, well, when we see the cracks forming, we'll throw that up as our poll. Okay, what do you got for me so next, So let me uh, see. Next, uh, there was a brawl between Jordan uh, Devlin and Travis Banks at the uh, UK uh, Performance Center. Then, of course, we had another Nina Samuels vignette. Now, thank goodness they're using different words to describe her. Thank God, because she could easily be the same. She kind of, you know... I, I exactly saw that when they showed her. I was like, "Don't they already have Ginny? Do, do we need another exact character like this?" Like, okay, this is sorry, tr this is true, but still, uh, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Like, how okay. they do with this how repackaging? Okay. Then, uh, did you see the Eddie Dennis promo? Oh, uh, say again. Who, who was it again? Eddie Eddie, Eddie Dennis. Eddie, oh, He's yes, got he did. Face yes, yes, yes. He see, was uh, yeah. Zach Saber Jr. Yep. See Zach Sabre Jr. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I he looks like him a little. He, you know what? I saw the I saw this guy and 
I don't know. I, the promo was kind of lame, I thought. I didn't really yeah. feel anything out of it. So now I have a question. Why, why, why are all these British guys always so angry? Everyone's so angry. And then they're, they're all calm and smiling at the end. Well, because have you noticed how bad the teeth are, British people? They're they're so mad because dental care is so poor. And then if you know you meet some pretty girl, you go to kiss her, and she's missing three of her front teeth. It's kind of not. It's kind of a downer, Elio. And uh, next we had uh, Walter and Cassius Ono, which uh, we had been waiting. Uh, they had been uh, promoting for a couple of weeks. Oh no! Did and you of say course, Cassius? And of Cassius. Oh no! Oh no! What? You- Ah, sorry. Oh, dear. have you heard this uh, theme? This theme song is so. I don't oh, know, it's, it's so song. bad. It does do that. Yeah. It's oh so- no. <laughs> uh, once again, uh, Cassius. That might have to go on the book. I don't know. Cassius once again being uh, paid for what he does best, and that's looking up at the lights. Yep. Uh, another power bomb to uh, give Walter the win. Yeah, I think Walter is a the guy they're going to strap had- the rocket on this guy, man. And we have uh, two matches uh, for next week: Ligero and Joseph Connors. <sighs> and we now, f- and we're gonna finally have a uh, Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks in a false count anywhere match. The that one I find a little more interesting. Sure, not digging Ligero. Nah, it's like my grandpa put no, on tights you know, in a, a wrestling match again. And actually, um, when uh, we first saw Ligero, that's actually not his uh, first appearance because I went back to see some older episodes, and uh, he was on those ones. Ooh. Still with that goofy mask. That mask is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know what, Elio? Uh, go on. Sorry. S- sorry, finish. Roll it up. Roll it up. And we'll oh, no, in the, in, the main, in the main event uh, for the NXT uh, UK Tag Champions, it was like Grizzled Young Veterans defeating Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Pretty solid match. Really yeah, this it. was a great match. Now, I have to say, Nigel McGuinness is already in the book for using a word yeah. every week, but he must took an uppercut from the top rope for the Doomsday device when the Doomsday device is a clothesline off the top rope to a seated opponent on uh, the guy's shoulder. Ho ho. Elio's calling you out, Nigel McGinnis. <laughs> Put down the bourbon, buddy. Uh, wait, he's British. What is he drinking? Put down the Guinness, mate. It looks like you're getting called out. How do you confuse an uppercut from the top rope to a seated opponent on the shoulders? For the doomsday device that was that was uh, perfected by the LOD. Hey, how do you call an elevator a lift? Who knows? When you go into England, weird <laughs> shit happens. Okay, <laughs> weird, true. weird. So that's the NXT UK for this week. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, before we go to our break, guys, let's take a look at last week's uh, poll. Last okay. week we asked you guys: Is Jay White a credible New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion? Why? 55%. Oh, I'm not, wait a second. I'm not going to, before I even give you the things, I want to know, Elio, do you consider Jay White a credible uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion? No, I, I think uh, it was uh, too early. I, just, I think he needs some more time before they strap an entire championship around him. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, yes, just for the fact that um, he has a unique character that sticks out. I didn't think he would be successful in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But, hey, he's got wins over Tanahashi, Jericho, and uh, a few others. So um, I'm going to say Jay White is living up so far to the – maybe it's, it is kind of early fanfare that he's getting. But uh, I think he's legit. He took out Tanahashi, and I think he's going to be a champion for a little while. Let's take okay, a look. The, well, looking at, yeah. Let's look at our poll. In our poll, 55% of the fans said yes. All right. Oh, and 45% of the fans said no. And you know what? I have a few comments here I'm going to read to you, Elio. Okay. Uh, Dusty Riley said, I first saw him in those matches with Lethal. I'm just shocked at how big he became. He's not horrible at all. I just don't buy him as the guy. Oh. Ooh, okay. So there's a, there's a chance he can become the good guy. The guy. Uh, Jay Howell said, it has to be... It has to be a no right now. It seems to be too early. He needed to be built up more first. Well, that does seem like a credible case we both, we have made in the past. And our last one was from Magnus Leisure, who says, too early to tell, in all honesty. And he put it in all caps, so it's like he's yelling it at me. He's like, too early to tell, <laughs> in all honesty. I Why hope do you I have read- to yell at TJ? Well, Why are you yelling yeah. at us for? I don't know. I, 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 I was a little afraid reading that, a little intimidated. So, Magnus, take <laughs> it down a notch. on him. Come on, Magnus. I'd rather you put it all in small letters so I need, you know, like pretend you're whispering it to me. Oh, don't get mad at us. 
We didn't yeah, put man. out. We just make the polls. We didn't make him champion. <laughs> Anyhow, you know what, Elio? We have thought of a poll, and we're going to throw it out there and see what the fans think. Right. Elio, give us the poll. I, we thought about it. We talked about it beforehand. What is it for next week? Um, oh, it was the AEW one. Oh, the AEW. Um, do you do you fans think that Dean Ambrose will leave? No, that was WWE. last week's. No, no, that was last week's poll, buddy. <laughs> Folks, Elio has been doing copious amounts of crack cocaine. So let me explain <laughs> this week's poll. And, and Elio's just forgetting what it was at the moment. Was, I, are the Lucha Brothers a better are tag team? Are the Lucha Brothers, yeah. Who are the better tag team? The, which team is better, Lucha Brothers or the Young Bucks? And they are signed to face each other in the double or nothing thing. So, fans, you tell us. Lucha Brothers, are they the better team? The Young Bucks, are they the better team? Take your time to vote this week when the poll goes up. Got any comments, send them our way. We're always curious to what you have to say. We're going to take this moment to take a break. Um, Elio is going to come down off all the hallucinogenic drugs he has ingested beforehand. <laughs> uh, I am going to read to him I'm from sure Narcotics Anonymous, <laughs> the handbook. And uh, we'll be back. Elio, put that bong down. All right. This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. Hey, fans. Welcome back. You know what, Elio? Looks like you found Jesus. I think everything seems okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I got, I got, I got, I found Jesus. I found religion. I'm off of the You're drugs. off. It, you put down uh, the bong. You picked clean. up the crucifix. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of you. All right. Long as you don't have young boys invited over to... Anyways, <laughs> let's get back to... Um, Little too Catholic with that one. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Um, we're going to head back. This time we're going to head into Ireland. Uh, this is a company we don't usually cover very much, but hey, some cool stuff came up. There was a couple matches I we wanted to talk this, about. Uh, I hadn't heard of this uh, company until you brought it up um, to me Seriously? the other day. Okay, yeah, this company, uh, I've known them. They've been on my radar for uh, a couple of years now, but they don't tend to put enough regularity. There's no show they have, so that's why we don't tend to like, follow well, them much. A, I've heard of Trimbuckle Pro and uh, those other ones, but I haven't heard of Over the Top. Well, Over the Top is based in Ireland, and uh, we're going to take a look at two of the matches. Now, first of all, when we watched the opening, I found this really weird is that the two best matches of the thing were the first two matches, and they should have been the bigger matches, but they opened up their pay-per-view, and mm -hmm. uh, everything from down there was just, you know, their regular wrestlers. So, interesting. To say the least, I actually saw I actually saw the rest of the show and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the first two were the only one good ones. Are the only ones that really worth talking about on an international level? Let's let's not uh, discount that there are some good wrestlers there. I mean, yes. they were okay wrestling. They just weren't on the par of the first two matches. Yes. Now, before we get into the first match, I want to talk about that awesome seven-minute promo video. I've seen that video before. They placed it on the pay-per-view here. I've seen it floating around a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was basically the history of the match between Jordan Devlin and David Starr. That uh, promo with some old-school stuff right there. I really enjoyed that promo a lot. What did you enjoy about it the most, Elio? I just uh, the history. I didn't even know the history between these two, so it was uh, interesting uh, to learn, like, how they got together and uh, like everything that happened, and how they came that apart. Led, that, that, yeah. that led that led to uh, them going from being friends, being enemies. Yeah. Now, fans, here's the the interesting part of this this uh, whole thing. Jordan Devlin and Dev David Starr. Uh, they talk in this video about how they were they're very good friends. They spent all their time together, hung out. Uh, David Starr had been uh, pinned a couple times by Walter. And he went on this mission where he wanted to just prove himself by beating them, being the man who could beat Walter. Uh, so he asked Jordan Devlin to join him, and they, you know, they tagged with some guys, and it all culminated in a match where Jordan Devlin had Walter down, went for the pin, looked like he had him. David Starr freaks out, pulls his partner off of him, and yells at him, says he's the one who beats Walter, not Devlin. And their friendship falls apart. And then, so this leads up to this match here. The, the importance of this match is the winner between these two guys will go on to face Walter next month. Mm -hmm. So, uh, talk about a heated rivalry. David Starr coming out dressed in Irish. Uh, he's not Irish, by the way. <laughs> he's from the United States. Come out dressed in I the Irish flag on his trunks and an Irish t-shirt, trying to play up to the fans. Devlin freaking out, ripping that t-shirt off. And after that, it was uh, it was now, a pretty hardcore it's, uh, fight. It's, it's started the heel or the face. Well, in this one, it looks like he's def definitely the 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 heel. 
You know, okay. he's the one who turned on his partner. That uh, that that that's so <clears throat> that's so uh, odd. Uh, seeing Devlin as a face in a match, it, especially since he's like a yeah heel over in uh, NXT. Yep. You know, you don't remember how like the way that you betrayed me and went off with that puppet and Rick Serrano. That made sure you the heel. You that <laughs> oh. made you the heel, and yet the president has accused me of being the heel of all of uh, WPOV network. So I don't know how yeah, that then, works. Then, yeah, but remember that then that puppet turned on me. Yeah, he turned on you. Shows you. you okay, but you know what? I just have one special message for the president who thinks I'm a heel. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Raspberry <laughs> oh. for you. All oh. right. Now David Starr versus uh, Jordan Devlin. Really good match. Really hard hitting. Lots of good stuff going yeah. on here. The end of the match, David Starr losing, which has got to really blow him away. What was, that, Devlin, uh, what was that finisher that Devlin used? It, it looked like he like just like packages him up and drops him with the power. Oh yeah, bomb. yeah. It's his package pile driver. Sorry, that's it's kind what of it a was. variation. Yeah, pile yeah. Driver. yeah. I mean, it doesn't quite exactly look like the one the package pile driver we've seen like Kevin Owens use, but it, it's pretty close to that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, great match. I really yep. enjoyed this. Was thinking, wow, this is the opening match. The rest of this uh, pay per view is going to be off the hook. This was a great I, match, especially when they started chopping each other. Oh, like, <laughs> well, you know what? On? Every time I, they did that, I would cringe. I'd like hold my chest and like, ow. I, I I wish the WWE would take note of something like this because I mean, look at that package in the beginning. After watching that package, you totally wanted to see what was going to happen. You totally wanted to know which guy was going to go on to fight Walter. Yep. You knew it could be either guy. You knew the hatred between them now. That seven minutes sold that match so well. And then you see and some of the... the and the interesting part is Devlin and Walter are both in NXT UK as well. Yes. Yeah, playing different roles again, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, Take a note of that, WWE. In seven minutes, they managed to make me give a crap about two guys I didn't really know much about yep. and what they were doing, as opposed to the junk sometimes I see the builds-ups on the pay-per-views, and you're just thinking, really? Oh, <laughs> they broke – oh, Natalia's Natalia brought out a pair of sunglasses, and her dad got from her dad, and they got broken in the first match. Yeah, like, I'm sure they uh, wanted to break his sunglasses. Oh, okay, yeah. No, but I mean, it's just such – Yeah, I know. It just was such a nice, good look of reality mixed in yeah. with wrestling that it made it that it much well more effective. well done. I really enjoyed that promo. I, I agree. I agree. Now, next to the second <laughs> match involving our friend Walter, uh, oh facing God. Pac, who we remember, the former Neville of WWE. And this is the first time I've ever seen Walter take the kind of abuse he took in this match. He got Pac handled. He got Pac handled. Pac kept kicking him and pretty much chopped him down for the most of this match. And now since uh, since he left the WWE, is it just me or does it seem that we're seeing a lot more of Pac? We are. We're seeing, yeah. Well, let's face it this way. He took almost a year off before we saw yeah. him, before the WWE would let him wrestle anywhere else. Um, but I think it's great. I think we're, what we're seeing is um, his potential. I mean, the WWE had him as this cruiserweight who came out with a silly cape and, and doing little dumb things. I think it's great that we're getting to see uh, what this guy really is about because he can move with the heavyweights. If he can walk around with Walter, why couldn't he fought uh, Randy Orton or yeah. you know Samoa Joe or any of the WWE guys? Obviously, the WWE was not using him to his full potential. Yep. And I think a lot. No, I think a lot I, of people. I, I, I like Pac. I've I've always been like a fan of Pac. Now Pac does not walk <laughs> away with the belt at the end of this one. Walter retains, but Walter laying on his back <laughs> and uh, looking like he got more trouble than he may get with Devlin next month. But but, but again, and the way Pac won, I, uh, Walter put his hands on the referee. Yeah. So. And uh, Pac didn't want to win it that way. So interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm going to say that. Um, well, you know, you've got to wonder now with WWE, uh, UK, NXT starting to bring in their talents. You know, it's going to be coming soon where there's not going to be Walter or Devlin or Star uh, and some of these big names floating around the uh, British Isles except for NXT. So then, you know, what does that leave Pac? Because, <laughs> you know, he's not going back to UK, NXT. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's going to be a, a very big fish in a small pond at the end of this one, I think. Interesting to see. So yeah, over the top rope. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed yeah, it. Pretty good. 
Um, we're not going to give it a rating just because it's not a regular show. Right. But uh, you know what? I think I think we've been up high and mighty too long. Let's dive into the toilet bowl and see what Impact's doing this week. <laughs> Let's go. Three to turns impact. to the wind. Oh my goodness. Um. Now uh, we we actually start with uh, a match that. Although it had uh, one guy that I really can't stand, it has another one who I kind of uh, like uh, watching him in the ring. Willie Mac uh, taking on Jay Crist. Nice match, Willie Mac, yeah. man. Willie Mac can move around the ring. He's another Willie guy Mac's, that can really move around. He's like an older, <laughs> uh, grizzled Jeff Cobb, the way he hucks yeah. people around. And he yeah. does a standing moonsault. Uh, Jay Crist, you know what? I know a couple weeks ago I said maybe there was a little something in him. Yeah, yeah it's gone. I don't see it. It's gone. <laughs> whatever whatever, uh, whatever shininess he was holding has turned it off him, and now I just see the crap that is OVE. <laughs> so, boo. Nah. Oh, so this leads to some crappy thing where uh, Jake comes out, or his brother comes out, interferes. Comes out. Oh, my. Uh, okay, no, yeah. And then uh, who who ran out there? For, uh, remind me who it was. Oh my goodness! No, I just my, watched some, this. Some, some really old, bitter. Um, oh no! Old no, man. no wonder. Some, some old man. I was blocking just, it out of my memory. Uh, I didn't want my eyeballs to bleed. I Tommy, know, right? While you ever die, dreamer. <laughs> I guess, and of course, uh, this this led to a tag team match with uh, Willie Mack and Tommy Dreamer against Ove. Oh, okay. Why? Why would it? Why would Willie Mack want to even be in this tag team match? Like, what is he? Why would he it? want to team up with Tommy Dreamer? Yeah, like why? Uh, terrible, terrible. Yeah, Willie Mack and uh, Tommy Dreamer get the win. The Chris get run off again. But man, I am so sick of Tommy Dreamer and OVE. They suck. And, uh, and uh, next we had another tag team match with Teddy Long booking this uh, show. Tag two tag team matches in a row. Oh my lord. We had KM and Falaba feeding Reno scum. Okay, wow, this is like the who the who the f cares? Like Falaba. Okay, Falaba, you're going in the list, man. You're disgusting. <laughs> and KM, uh, you're just like you're like white bread that nobody remembers. You're terrible. Okay, um, and Reno scum, man, they are boring. You you would think with a name like that they would have some excitement. Again, no, I, I had no, I had never uh, heard these guys like. I, uh, I've heard their before. name. This is the first time I saw them, and not a good impression. Not a good impression. Like I, the Adam Thornstow and Luster the Legend. What? Yeah. I thought you were the legend. Yeah, yeah, another guy trying to glom off the success. Hey of guys, stop stealing our nicknames. We're yeah, the legend stupid wrestlers. We're the original legend and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, then we have Eli Eli Drake uh, confronting Eddie Edwards, uh, proposing that they go after the tag team championships next week. <laughs> next. And, uh, Edward, yeah, next, because Edwards apparently wants to team with a kendo stick. Hey, what if Ken, What if Kenny teamed up with Tommy Dreamer's kendo stick? Oh. Ooh, that hey, kendo tag fit. team. <laughs> you just go in and pin them because they can't move. Anyway, go on. <laughs> next, we had Tessa Blanchard defeating Delilah Doom. Now again, Delilah Doom. I, I like I like uh, her whole look. I love Delilah Doom. There's some. There's only yeah, one thing Delilah I don't. Yeah, Doom. I really. What's really up? digging her. Well, yeah, you know what? What's, I, uh, what's uh, the one thing? The one thing that really freaks me out or weirds me out. I don't know if you notice this, but she puts this weird um, kind of stripe of like purple near her eyebrow, and it made her makes her kind of look like she has one eyebrow and like she's like uh, a retarded cave woman. Oh, you know what? I don't like I that part. I thought it was just me. I I, I thought okay. it was just me. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. No, I it's didn't notice that. Because she's attractive, but that just yeah. makes her look like really. So I was like, um, wait, what's up with that uh, <laughs> eyebrow up there? That's the only thing that's got to go. That's got to go. But other yeah. than that, uh, Tessa Blanchard, man, does she look like the bitchiest chick you've ever met? Uh, pretty. Oh, I'm telling you. But she looks look like she, a hell of attitude. Know. I don't know if this would be a fair comparison, but like, I, the, like just her whole mannerisms. So she reminds me yeah. of Alexa Bliss when she would stood around in the ring with all her mannerisms. Yeah, with the glove and the swagger and the yeah, yeah. totally see it, yeah. buddy. Totally see it. Uh, yep. Tessa Blanchard does a short work of Delilah Doom, which is too bad. I was hoping Delilah Doom was going to become like a regular. I, I really mm -hmm. enjoyed her, and I, I want to see more of her uh, without the eyebrow thing, though, because. That that's just like yeah, yeah. 
Sorry. There's not enough no, alcohol. I really, no, I really, <laughs> I really hope they're not uh, bringing NFL players into uh, this because apparently uh, the next match, Wentz uh, versus Ethan Page, Page got in the face of one of the one an NFL alumni. Oh, God. This is, that's, that's the history of pro wrestling is full of this crap where, you know, uh, wrestlers mixing it up with football players and the football players uh, usually I, I have thought a, we saw this with uh, Lawrence Taylor. Oh, we saw this with many guys. The problem is for every one good rest, uh, one good football player slash wrestler like Lawrence Taylor, there is 99 pieces of crap that just have a name and are the worst wastes of time. Uh, I'm looking at you, Mongo McMichaels. But anyways, um, <laughs> Uh, hey, we're calling everyone up tonight, aren't we? Hey, we're like douches tonight. Sweet <laughs> on it. We're 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 like we're, we're we're like when you throw water on cats. We got that look like er, we're gonna rip your eyes out now. But anyhow, uh, Ethan Page. I enjoy his wrestling. Big guy. He's a lot. You don't yep. realize how big he is until you see him next to those weird radical guys. Or no, what are they called? Rascals. Rascals. The rascals. Um, I really hate the stupid hand gesture thing they do under their chin. Uh, I don't know if you remember. It looks like you. The fans can't see me, but Elio, can you see when they do this kind of? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see. I, I see. I don't even know how to describe that. Just... It's just stupid. <laughs> um, once again, you know, the rascal dude is doing all this like flippity dippity crap that doesn't really yep. look realistic. See, that's or good. That, that's one thing I'm not a fan of. The whole flippity flip moves. Yeah. You know, like, it's cool, like, to see someone like Jordan Devlin doing it, like, because they land on their feet and, mm-hmm. you know, they roll through. They don't, like, just flip from the top rope and land on the mat. Yeah. They actually, um, like, uh, do something. It sometimes when, when you're, sometimes it just looks like, uh, I don't want to watch ballet or acrobatics. Yeah. I've come to watch wrestling. Yep. Uh, it looks cool when you do a move and it has some kind of oomph at the end of it. But when you're just tiptoeing yep. around each other with stuff like, which is a lot of lucha stuff, I could get yeah, bored. No, don't easy. do that. Yeah. Now then we had up, a, uh, sorry. Sorry. No, go on, go on. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to start. Oh no! Then then we had the continuing saga of Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan, which that's all I can say. Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we have more of this <laughs> this idiot uh, Tommy Dreamer backstage telling Glenn Gilbertie. Next. Don't want to ever Moving on to that one. Next, we have the main event, which is four guys that I'm absolutely sick and tired of seeing on my screen. Gee, could it be Johnny Impact, Johnny Impact Brian Cage. Cage, Moose, and Killer Cross? I am yes. so sick of this crap. Why are they the main events? Do people? I bet you people are walking <laughs> out when this match comes on because you see it every freaking week. I know. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't want to see singles matches. And I want to see tag teams. And I want to see handicap matches. And I don't want to see triple threat matches. I don't want whoa, to see fatal four ways. Just uh, did you what? say handicap matches? What's up? Like the mentally challenged fighting each other? <laughs> oh. Like, that's kind of that mean, was, Elio. That that's was, horrible. How would you wow. think that way? Yeah, poor heel. people. What do you mean I'm a heel? heel you I am not a heel. Yeah, you are. You're the one advocating for handicapped special needs people to I fight each other. Not. That's terrible. Fans, <laughs> I want to apologize from the deep within the hearts of WPOV Global. I'm not sure what's going on with Elio. I'm sorry, you know, what was that? First, you he started what? off as a crackhead, then he found Jesus, and now I don't know. Now he's gone cruel. So I'm not sure what's going on here. But you know what? Let's let's go on. Obviously, Impact this week. Uh, I'm gonna have to give Impact a uh, a, a solid uh, C minus because, except for Delilah Doom and her weird eyebrow, uh, there wasn't <laughs> yeah. a lot, there wasn't a lot of great stuff on this week's at and all. And Tommy Dream, don't forget uh, the oh, old Tommy man. Tommy Dream sucks bitter, out at least two the letters. Old man. Hey, you know yep. what I want to thank you for because I actually thought, you know, last week you you didn't bring it up, and I'm proud of you because last week I brought up Rosemary. But this week, mm-hmm. that promo she gave, there are piles of dog crap that come off better than what she was doing. <laughs> so this, I, to- this. I totally skipped that one. Oh, I saw, I saw that, but horrible. I totally skipped it. I didn't even that, write it down. Indie wrestlers out there who want to know how to really not get hired or to really do crappy things that will never get you back on television, watch that uh, promo and emulate Rosemary this week because that's a great way to not get on television again. Because, man, that was some stinky turd. I, I, that was I, I, even I, I, worse I than Rick Serrano, the turd. Uh, oh, now uh, I have a question. I, how does okay. James and Mitchell, like, 
actually like uh, put up with these this storyline because, because in James a way Mitchell's- he puts up with this because he's half a step in this anyways i mean his stuff went from really cool to sometimes just be an idiotic as rosemary so he kind of straddles that line it's not surprising you hope for oh, better okay. out of him and you know he can do it but it's not surprising yeah, when he yeah, falls down to this level just- you know what this yeah, taste is horrible. Terrible. I- Impact is leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Let's move over to MLW. Hold on. Yeah, you wash your mouth up, Elio. And you could say <laughs> mean things about special needs people. That's a whole horrible thing. Moving on. MLW. MLW. Major League Wrestling. Uh, MLW, yes. I want to start with this by saying the first thing you said to me, which I thought was actually pretty funny and true. You said, wow, it was hard to find this thing because... They have the crappiest names. Like, where do they get these horrible names for their pay-per-views? Intimidation games. Intimidation yeah. games. Yeah, that is pretty. That is some weak sauce. I'm gonna have to give it. Uh, now I'm sure we're gonna be talking <laughs> I mean, the next couple. Su- super fight wasn't bad, but intimidation games. Wow. Oh, no, super fight's pretty bad. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Super fight's pretty bad. Uh, only two matches on this week's showing. Uh, I just want to say that. Uh, we're probably going to see in the next couple of weeks other matches that happen on this card packaged into mm. uh, the Fusion television program we usually watch. This week's Fusion was not there because they put this, uh, but they showed two cool matches, and we'll talk about those right now. The first match being the okay. Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, taking on the Laredo Kid and a guy with the stupidest uh, Taurus, I think he was called. Uh, wow, that is one goofy Taurus. costume that guy has. Yeah, Although not Taurus. as bad as Any, Puma King. All these costumes, like uh, like uh, that, they have like uh, guys call themselves Taurus or El yeah. Torito or whatever. Yeah. They just look ridiculous. It it, it, it was a very dumb costume. Uh, it, you got to admit though, this was a very good match. Uh, definitely, the mm-hmm. Lucha Brothers are definitely at least two steps up on these guys. I mean. They did okay, but there was never any doubt that they were going to get their asses handed to them by the Lucha Brothers. Uh, yep. th- next, you know what? I, as much as I like Teddy Hart, let's face it, and, and Harry Smith, and dislike Byron Pillman Jr., these oh, oh, H2 oh, series oh, videos. That H2 promo? The, yeah. They were sitting like, uh, wherever in that, uh, wherever, they had a, there was a pool like there. Like a swim pool yeah. and. It's like probably like yeah. a Holiday Inn down the street that they got just happened Those to have a pool. Those are terrible. They really are. I mean, Teddy Hart looks even more moronic than I've ever thought he was listening to him talking <laughs> these things. And Brian Pillman Jr., man, that dude, he sucks like the energy out of anything. They're, he really yeah. needs to work on his promos. They, they, that was a terrible, painful segment. I I, yeah, I don't know. It was it was and, too uh, my, much my, in my, my life. head still hurts from my head from, still hurts from last week's interview. Oh. With Teddy Hart. Yeah. Wow. Hey. <laughs> you know, that was a great interview. But like, like some of what he was saying, I was like, what? All of what he was saying. Dude. Um, All of the- it. Like, from the, like he spent the majority of it talking about like uh, marijuana and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to admit, the favorite part of that whole interview for me was when he I asked him who were uh, some of the better wrestlers he, he fought in uh <laughs> Mexico and he's like none of them they all suck <laughs> oh that's terrible <laughs> and then he starts to rattle off about a dozen wrestlers he liked so <laughs> wow and my favorite part was always the Toronto ever hear of it Elio Elio <laughs> ever heard of him you maybe there's a little thing called marijuana <laughs> ever heard of it like, <laughs> I was like whoa dude calm down I was totally scared for my oh, life during my- that interview <laughs> it was too much it really was I at first I thought he has to be joking <laughs> And then I look in his eyes and I realize this guy's psychotic and I'm not going to laugh or he'll like reach over and beat me to death. So well, no, you did a great job of getting through the interview. Oh, I did. If you notice in the first part, I start laughing a bit and then I stop yep. because I realize he's not kidding. So now yep. I have to take everything he says seriously because I'm kind of afraid of him. But sorry, <laughs> let's, let's go back to MLW here. Yes. The H2 things, they suck pretty hard. Yep. Um, the main event, Tom Lawler, filthy. I love that filthy Tom Lawler. Filthy Tom Lawler and low um, key. And low key. Now you know what? For once, I mean, low key looked really good in this match. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty, pretty effective. Um, it's the most I've seen out of Tom Lawler too. Uh, what do you think of those weird cages like that? That's a weird structure they had. This old that is style a weird structure. I'm like, I was. Uh, I don't know what to make of that uh, cage. I've never seen like steel cages that like that look like that before. 
Yeah, I've me seen either. the regular cages. I've seen the, of course, the blue cages, the black cages. It was definitely a flow, uh, throwback to like like the fifties and sixties, like the cages they used <laughs> to have back then. Um, great match. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it is uh, not a defi- not a definitive win. I mean, Lawler only wins because he hit the floor first. They did that uh, whole. Uh, they did that uh, on a Serenade's main event. I wonder if Hogan did that. Yeah, where, no, but at least but they were on the opposite sides. Right, but I meant for me that to have it yeah. just seemed like Lawler only won because he fell first. Yeah, and and for me, I was like that we needed more of a definitive win. I wanted Lawler to be more take Loki down a level. Well, Loki could take it. This is the second uh, match between the two of them. Yes, so, uh, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Uh, it, do you think we we'll get a third one? Well, we're not going to get it at their next big thing. No. Oh, okay. It's already been announced that Tom Lawler will be fighting in a New York street fight against oh. Jimmy Havoc. Oh, okay. And if, for people who are wondering in MLW history, Jimmy Havoc is the last person to have a win over Tom Lawler last year. So, it, and Jimmy Havoc, I don't know if you know much about him. They call him uh, England's most dangerous man. He's like one of these hardcore blood and guts dudes who, you know, I've heard the name. I've heard yeah. the name. I finally uh, saw who Richard Holiday is. Yeah, boy, I bet you we were disappointed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Just oh, this big what? geek standing there smiling. Yeah, and, with this yeah. ridiculous-looking smile on his face, like while MJF is like doing his promo. Well, you know what? This uh, it's going to be hard to give a, a a thing to this because it is a special. Yeah. You know, uh, um, so let's not give a rating for this week's. Okay. Um, MLW just because it wasn't packaged as a show and let's face it it had a great tech you know okay no well you know what it probably will show up in their fusion lineup so I'm going to give it a uh, I'm going to give it a B plus it would have been an A but the H2 stuff really just no yeah the terrible. H2 is ridiculous uh, Pentagon Phoenix pretty good match Tom yep. Lawler exciting match with Loki yep alright so you know I guess the clear winner this week would be MLW Fusion uh, certainly out. not impact. <laughs> certainly not impact this week. Wow, what a stinkeroni that was. Oh. Elio, uh, you know we've been uh, traveling around each and every week. We see ups and downs. It's amazing how impact can give us you know three weeks of crap and then give us such a good show. You're wondering if it's the same company. Um, every time we think they're climbing out, the toilet seems to suck them right back in. Yeah, they just swim with the turds, just as you think they're going <laughs> to climb over the lid. They they just get down there again. Uh, MLW, loving the fact that they're doing more of these specials, you know? Um, I like the feel of MLW. It, it, it's yeah. a little bit different than uh, some of the other shows. Uh, I love ROH because of the wrestling, but I sometimes mm-hmm. feel that the show lacks as a show, you know? It's good wrestling, but not a great package. Yeah. Uh, right right now, w, yep. WWE NXT has got a lot of good package, but the wrestling quite isn't there yet sometimes. Yeah, some weeks uh, NXT UK is on, some weeks it's off. Yeah, yep. and, and that'll give it time. It'll get better with consistency. Now, fans, oh, um, speaking sorry. of NXT UK, uh, they did their tapings uh, in Coventry, England on the week- weekend of the t- February 22nd to the 24th, and uh, Piper Niven made her debut. Awesome. Love her. Known yep. as a Viper. Known uh, as Viper, yep. Uh, a, a wee Scottish lass. Okay, she's not wee, but she's a Scottish <laughs> lass. A very uh, big, um, uh, red-headed uh, mm-hmm. Scott girl who I'm ooh-la-la loving her. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see her, and that'll be great. I kind of uh, had to cheat, even though I'm against uh, looking at spoilers. I kind of had to cheat and uh, see the NXT UK spoilers. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't know. No, that's the only thing I remember from okay. that is uh, her debut. That's it. Well, you know what, fans? Uh... Before we go, we want to remind you that the upcoming All or Nothing pay-per-view, there will be a points game. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Um, some people wonder how invested I am in the points game. And the fact is, I have played the last couple since I've started with the show. I struggled a bit because I kept not reading the uh, the rules. Even and though I told you it was right there in black and white on the Facebook page. Uh huh. And I also clearly did cheat. <laughs> like uh, certain other co-hosts and I'm puppets sure who I will not mention. Who I will not mention. But folks, here's the deal, okay? There is a series of matches in every one of these cards. And what you do is you can not only guess who you think is going to win or how they're going to win, but you also can wager mythical points. 
Now, these points, let's suppose uh, you are 100% sure that Ronda Rousey is going to beat Ruby Riot, which pretty much is a given. You bet all your points, so you get a big comeback. But let's suppose you're unsure if uh, if uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Kevin Owens, and you're unsure really, yet you think Owens is going to win, but you're unsure. Well, then maybe you only bid like three points, mm-hmm. you know? And it all comes along because you could end up – because if you bid 10 points and you lose, that's a minus 10 points to you. So in the end of this game, you could be like minus 50 if you're really picking your parts dumb and bidding a lot, which, hey, I've been there. Um, I came in 20th on the last one. You know, wow. like, come on. Yeah, that's not very good at all. I was um, like, I believe number 13. Yeah, I think you could shut up, Elio. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not did, saying that. I'm just not did, saying didn't that. Get I didn't get far the puppet cheating for you, huh? Anyhow. Um, I, I didn't win the last one. Yeah, yeah. You won the one before with a lot of collusion. But anyways, <laughs> folks, take the time when this comes out. This is fun. Like, you know what? You're a fan of this kind of stuff. This is a fun game. Share it out to your friends. Tell other friends. Tell other wrestling yeah, fans who are going to watch this. This makes it it's, even funner. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like horse racing, you know, you go watch horse racing, nobody really goes to watch the horses race. They go there for the excitement of winning their money or think of that that points as money because at the end of this one, we have a gift card for $50 from Amazon that uh, the winner will get. Now, even if Miguel and uh, Elio cheat and collude their way to the top again, they may get the little title, but they ain't going to get the $50 card, okay? Well, I'm upset. I'm not going to play that. I want to win. Uh-huh, of course he does. Uh, and folks, I am trying to work on some other other uh, prizes that we'll try to get in, but this is some fun stuff. Take the time to, to play the yeah, game. Yeah, let's play along. It's fun. I've been yeah. playing for a while. And uh, we'll get the rules out as we get closer. We'll try and explain mm-hmm. it more definitively each yep. time. Now, before we go, remember, we are on Spotify, Cloudbean, uh, Thomas's Noodle. I'm not sure what that is. Um, we're on uh, YouTube. Well, Podbean, iHeartRadio, YouTube. iHeartRadio. There you go. You know what? You can get us at uh, W. Uh, what is it? What is our Facebook page? Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV Podcast. That includes the other guys, the, you know, mm-hmm. the juniors of the team. And it includes us, the global guys, far reaching and handsome. Um, you can. Uh, you can put any kind of letter, any kind of note you want there. Maybe you want to say you're tired of, of Elio cheating. Maybe you just want to say you wish you could be as oh, cool I as the legend. Whatever sure kind of things you want. I never cheat. <laughs> you mean you never get Cheaters caught? Cheaters never win. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> you're living proof. Anyhow, uh, feel free to get us on all kinds of, uh, well, wherever you can download us. Look for us if you have to. Uh, we gave you those places. I bet we have an Instagram. What, what's the Instagram? Uh, wrestling POV is the Instagram, and Wrestling POV One is the Twitter, which is run by that little psycho puppet, Big L Cole. Yeah, I like how he's psycho puppet this week, but best friends <laughs> last week. Yeah, okay, that's cool enough. And uh, to all our to all our Russian friends out out there, there's a couple of you. We just want to say привет. And you know what? We're going to end today's episode after we get off this air. You're going to hear uh, a song by one of my favorite Russian bands. It was their first single called Every Day I'm Drinking by oh. Little Big. So, uh, Elio, tell the fans you love them and you wish them a good night. Yep. Have a great night, fans. We will talk to you all next week. This is a gentleman signing off. And this is the legend T. James Logan. Unlike Elio, I do love you guys, and I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. Have a great night, guys. All right. Love you guys. Oh, you're